welcome to Akin Asia's latest podcast episode. My name is Nikki and I'm the director of Akin Asia and for this episode I had the privilege of speaking with Oil from Ospa. Our previous guest Alice had introduced me with Oil and spoke highly of her work creating her own skincare brand Own Spa. Ospa is a natural Thai skincare brand that started with soap. Built from nothing and starting from scratch, Oil now exports her products all over the world and I sat down recently with Oil to talk about how. We began our conversation speaking about how she knew Alice, which naturally became the story of the very early days of Ospa. Okay, I met her for a long time because she's my senior from the university. I don't know, like, I'm back to seven or eight years, or maybe like nine, eight years, something is very long time. It happened that uh, we we have a meeting over, like, um, I think, like, morning, breakfast, something. I skipped from work. That back to time I was still working. She's still also working for Central. And um, I share her about my dream that uh, on this business that, hey, I want to do exporting and this is a product, blah, blah, blah. Back to that time, I started telling friends a lot that, um, I want to do the, the soap products and this is my business deal and I want to do about like uh, social responsibilities, uh, more like a merging between business and uh, and social enterprise, which is I'm not really sure that this kind of business model actually happened in, in Thailand yet. But uh, when I was um, studying abroad, I studied some of the organization or the real business that they do two things combining. Uh, and then she shared me about her, I think, uh, her website or something. Social media was already live? Yeah, no, not yet. Okay. That time still be, uh, I think she tried to uh, be bidding with um, some other competitions. Okay, okay. Uh, so she's sharing me about her passion work, that she want to do this kind of website. That it's not really like a solid idea like today, but uh, roughly, yes. So that is the time that we keep like, supporting each other. And I keep updating her about like uh, my my dreams. I, I, I just recite from work right away with the first like soap batch coming out. And I pursue my dream uh, on ground. Like um, totally no uh, parents supporting, no money, no, uh, no label, no manpower. Basically, I start from like scratch. So I, I'm really on ground. Um, when I produce a soap, I'm actually taste and try and uh, many version like people testing it different uh, nationalities because I want to exporting so I want it to be exported to many kind of type of skin and weather and I have many friends because I study international business so I send this all over the world to many many nationalities wow. more, more, more than my friends uh, sending I think like two or three times and get the feedback so those who like happy with the soap I stop sending and say, oh, you like this version, okay? And some of people comment, like, I wish to be more bubble. I wish it's like melt slower. I wish these, and I, I, don't, I don't like this rice crop. It's too, like, hurting my skin, blah, blah, blah. So I keep changing and changing. So my first um, product, it coming when everyone say, like, okay, the last person say, okay, the sense is very nice. So I make like, um, I think I make like a lot of cents, like back to that time, 10, 10, okay. 10 cents, mm -hmm. 5 grand. Mm -hmm. And I, I I let them choose in like my top 5. Actually, I want to do 4. But because of in the end, 
I cannot get rid of the fifth one. So I decided to bring mango. Oh, wow. I, yeah, the mango is like something that I feel that it, it should be working. Mm -hmm. So I just using it and it's a version 6. So um, after um, testing for almost two years, because you know when it tests it fail, uh, the factory has to reproduce again. And I test first, then I send away, I send out to friends, things like that. So when it's for the first batch coming, I just like, have to pay like God, all the money I got because I, or else I will have like, very expensive soap. And I keep it to my, uh, my home garage. Yeah. And that time like a lot of money there. So I just like asked to be um quit for oh no actually I asked to quit first, but then my boss he's the owner of the company Double A, he's really like a talent guy, and he's very nice. He he's just laughing a little bit and he told me that he asked me about the business plan whether he can he can read it and if it work he might he might be the one who actually invest. buys oh, yeah wow. invest in my business. So I was so shocking, like, be like, are you, is, is he joking? You know, I'm just smiling, but not accepting. So this is right at the very beginning, right at the very start of your company. He even wanted to invest at that point. Uh, yeah, for the, 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 yeah, the owner, but I'm not sure it's a job or something. Because like, <laughs> first time I tried to resign, and he, he just like, he told me to, um, to not do. Uh, you can experiment. Uh, when you want to do something, just like um, make leave. No payment, it's okay, things like that. Oh, wow. Uh, he's very supportive. He's very, like. I think he's very nice. Mm -hmm. But uh, second times when I put them, my letter on, it's very confirmed already that I'm really meaning it. But I'm not going to go back and, you know, present him my business plan because I think it's quite funny. I don't really use to that kind of, you know. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, and then I just like uh, try to sell at the Insetan department store in, in Thailand. Because like I feel that it's a Japanese department store. I think that that time is the only uh, one that's still like uh, really active, right? So uh, yeah, and then so I just selling and um, actually there's another brand uh, which is very like well known these days, a spa brand, mm -hmm. luxury. Uh, we uh, we attend the fair. Back to that time is two thousand thirteen. Um, some of many well-known brands, a spa brand here, I think like two or three, mm -hmm. um, attended fair as well. And in the end, the sale results, um, I sell only soap because that's the product I have, right? It turned out that uh, my sales actually seem like, seem like that brand. So the, um, the buyers just contact me whether I'm interested to list the product into the supermarket. Fantastic. Yeah. So this is the this is Isetan Isetan in Thailand. In, no, in Thailand. Thailand. But when I got like the incident, actually I, I plan for exporting, right? But for um, selling in here, it's some sort of like I, I want to test my product. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to feedback the people. Um, and then the incident, not many people walking. It's not crowded. But um, I can manage to to sales. Uh, close all the sales that people actually. Pass by and taste the product, yeah. And it started because of I I actually tried to call to Singapore. I'm thinking about like where to export and less expense regarding to airplane and safe for women to go there alone, yes, right? Yes, have. So I think like Singapore is the safest place and nearest one that I think if I'm going there alone, my family would be um okay. So I decided to um 
call Singapore first to make appointment. But and as you know, that it's very difficult to contact the buyer of the department store. So I don't know like what's wrong with my card. You know, it seems like when I calling out, I can call to other countries, but not Singapore. I cannot reach through. I don't know why the networking or oh, something. Uh, I don't know what happening with the number on the internet, things like that. So I decided uh, because my friend also working there. After the time, she's a bank of Thailand staff, and she do some of the exchanging program six mm-hmm. months. So I think it's a good timing. I have a free accommodation. Fantastic. Yeah, and one of my friends also cutting, working there. Cutting expenses. Yes. So um right. So then I, I um I told her and then I pack all the soap as much as possible, hand carry, <laughs> and fly there and stay with her for I give the timeline only five days, five days four months uh four four nights, okay. and I brought a SIM card and I calling. Yeah. So basically that is for. Trying to approach all the buyer like um, the Guardian, Tang, Robinson, in Satan, um, I think like five, five or six on the list, and uh, surprisingly, I managed to meet them all. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, at the office. But yeah, but I, I use a lot of tactic to like <laughs> make a phone call. Yeah. Uh, some of them I have to wait outside the the receptionist. Because they're not accepting it, but I know that the buyers there, right? <laughs> I'm more like bossing. Like I have a I'm flight to right fly now. back. <laughs> yeah, and I have a flight back tomorrow. Things like that. That's what you gotta do. You gotta push, right? Yeah, I push. push. So yeah, and I managed to meet every single of them, and they uh, they like the product. Uh, they taste the product. They're liking it. Uh, some of them uh, email back. Uh, some of them uh, request that we have the local company to import because they cannot import directly. Okay. Um, like I think Tang is very interested because back to, back to that time they pull out Tang brand out from from the store because of the price too expensive. The distributor doesn't work well, and she want to replace with um o s p a brand. Okay. Yeah, but I don't have the local importer. And uh, I think the last day, uh, luckily, is the in Seitan department store. I cannot reach them at all. So I just managed to check whether the main, like the major supermarket branch, is in the Scott area, the okay. Osher Scott, right? Yes, yes. So I fly there and I walk to the supermarket uh, reception uh, cashier. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just, excuse me. Where is the the purchasing manager? And she's oh on the back of the the stock room. I just say okay. I never really walk into the stock room, you know. But I just managed to like guessing. Opening is quite like cool air a little bit, and there's a lot of product moving around people in a small room. And I ask whether like where is the purchasing manager? I met a girl. I just opened the door. Right, small. And she was so shocked. She's a uh, Singaporean. She yeah. said, "What?" I just like, "Ah, oh, can I see the media manager, the purchasing? What do you want?" She's like, "Very." <laughs> and I said, "Okay, I have a product." And they're like, "Oh, she's busy. You can talk to me." Things like that. So we just like walk up a little bit. She closed the door, and there was a. I think the the red box is a fire. The fire equipment. So I put on a product on that red box thing, <laughs> and make it really quick because she seems like not welcome. And said, okay, I'm not really um, even sales or anything. I said, like, okay, I want to sell the product. This is our product. You can use this. 
uh, and if you like it or not, uh, you can let me know this is my business card. I'll just like give to you. It's not really welcome like others um other department store. And then I'm going back home a little bit like hoping. Actually, I got a good deal. I, I know positive from Tangs and Robinson that they request like the price, they request promotion, they want to get down to details. And the guardian, like every department so very um positive, talk in details and request for contact them again and some email back, except the inside man. Okay. So I was like, okay, maybe it doesn't work, but it doesn't matter. Uh, because I have really like good feedback from others. But when I fly back to Thailand I got an email from Insetan that uh they they would like the product and they arranged the Thai fan. And if I want to participate, it's fair or not. So I have to fly there and sell the product Fantastic. during that time. And if it works, um, they will consider that. Stocking, stocking. Yeah, stocking. But it's actually like two weeks and I cannot... I think that time my friend already um, back to Thailand. Because it's like about three or four months, something after that time. And I don't have the um, accommodations. So... That time I searching the Agoda whatever until I found that Airbnb. Yes, <laughs> which is like that time it's not that popular it's very yet. New, right? Yeah, yes. it's very new. It's like two thousand um thirteen. Okay, it had just launched. Thirteen, yeah, it had just launched in two thousand twelve. I I don't know. Very very new, but I I have no choice. Yes, <laughs> I think, absolutely. Yeah, I have to find the accommodation is like um walkable distance, like ten minutes walking to the Insetan and it's cheaper than the hotel in Singapore very expensive so I had to say like, stay there for two weeks and uh, selling the product mm -hmm. uh, so I bring everything I have and I selling from I think like 8 uh, it, um, it opened like 8.30 but they want all the stuff to be at 7 or something yeah and then closing at uh, 9 actually the location for Thai Fat is on the third floor yeah, but I don't know what happening. They are arranging me to be in the supermarket. In Singapore, they, they hire like the auntie mm -hmm. to do the work, you know? Yeah. Oh, on the stock counting thing. So I know all the auntie and everyone like uh, walk past by the soap and it's oh, smells so good. They come and... They all love it. Yeah, so other things from that, I also thinking about, okay, this is another chance of the soap gone. <laughs> because the uh, manager told me that if... Uh, I asked them, um, how, what is the criteria for list of product in? What does it mean by selling good or bad? He's assuming my product, mm, you know, we never really think that non-food is a good selling in supermarket. And the sofa, people don't really use the sofa. And our sofa is very cheap. And natural soap, uh, it needs a lot of time. Because people don't really know like why natural soap is so special back to seven years ago. And we have this soap, you know, this one big one from New Zealand. It really sells well, but it not move fast. Okay. And it's expensive probably. Yeah, it's I think it's like 10, um, 12 sing dollar. 12 sing dollar yeah. for a bar of soap. Yeah, for a bar of oh soap, gosh. but big one. So he told me like, okay, if you can manage to have like, let's say like, uh, 40 to 50 so per day uh, per day right uh, that is a good number that's good yeah so what did you sell so I was sales <laughs> like I think I hit 
like over 50. Yeah, so basically I bring in like 10 carton box and um, half gone. So I sell so even empty. Yeah, empty like um, any sales staff on the second, third floor. I ask them like, okay, this is a, I'm here in like two weeks only. You Anything is really good. Yeah, I said if it's really good use tonight, if it's good coming back and bring, and bring, bring friends, friends, I will give you like uh, extra product, which is like it's my product, right? Mm -hmm. So I just like, give free sample. <laughs> yeah, I bring some free sample to them and um, but, but the 10 carton is belong to Insetan, but I actually carry more yes. to like a buy five, get one, buy whatever. Depends yeah, on it depends on the, the, the situation. So yeah, so they bring friends and stuff coming in and I actually get the, the prompt first feedback regarding to my brand. Uh, negativities and positivity, uh, what people perception about my products and about soap products, about Thai product, packaging, scents, uh, price. So it's quite like really fun. It really tired, I'm telling you. I basically didn't skip lunch. I don't have time to lunch. Oh yeah, I do like morning and then at night really tired already. But it's really like good experience. And in the end, it's paying off. And um, I just like decided um, after that trip, I'm not sure. I think I actually um, fly from back to Thailand for um, for I think like overnight flight and taking off to Malaysia next. So I'm just like flying back to Malaysia right away uh, because of the, the flight is cheaper, uh, things like that. And I never been to Malaysia that, uh, that time. Uh, this is my first time to Malaysia. And it's uh, during the smoking things from Indonesia time. Oh, yes. Yeah. At the, the time when they did. Yeah, right. Yes, yes, exactly. And I don't really know anything much. I don't even know that the airport is so far from the city. It's quite scary with the taxi driver. <laughs> and my flight, like, um, at night time, because it's the cheapest one. But I, I pay more on the hotel part, which is like crossover in Setan, Kuala Lumpur, the KLCC tower. Okay. Yeah, and that time I also meeting with the the Insetan buyer, and I refer to the Singapore one, and we sell to Insetan next in, oh my in Malaysia. Yeah. Wow, anyway. you started very very small, and you did like a research and done for a couple of years before you launched. Mm, I'm telling you that it, it very fast because like um I think because I sell by I had like. On ground hard sales absolutely so I'm, I'm the owner I'm producing the soap they can feel that I'm you have passion yeah you drive, in the you product. Have energy you have um, understanding a great understanding from the product because you made it yes yes <laughs> um, basically so it's quite like we go um, pretty fast uh, um, but it also it's not easy I have to say like when I uh, reach some certain point when you need a um, I think my weakness would be um, the teamwork okay. because I'm already like a one-man show, right? It's quite difficult to start the company with really qualifying, mm -hmm. with passion, uh, staff. And then being able to delegate parts of your business that you know how to do, you know yes. how to run, that is your baby, essentially, yes, right? Yes, this, yes. Product, this product and this company has been your baby and you've grown it, mm -hmm. but then being able to, to delegate parts of that that you know already how to do, and you're hoping that the person that you've hired will do it to a similar extent with a similar yeah. passion and a similar love. Yeah, exactly, and I have to 
remember um five years ago, not not this day. This is quite like recruiting easily, but also difficult because of everyone want to start something yes. on their own. But back to like um five years ago, um everyone want to work for L'Oreal, for PNG, yeah, companies. for the big brand, big company, and so it's quite hard because exporting you need uh, people with a good English skills and also those people they um Thai people they attach to the family so mm -hmm. family have to approve what is this company stand for is it like hard working or and I recruit mostly like women uh, because of my my, uh, my junior from the high school uh, from the university in high school right all girl but when they know that oh you have uh you need to fly overseas right. Um, they consider Indonesia, Myanmar, or country like China, and it's really hard working. I don't think it's quite difficult to have like um, staff that really like work as harsh as I as am. As you, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it's impossible because they're not the owner of the company, mm -hmm. and even some I experience some is like work hard. Their parent complain. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> she has to drop off. In the end, which is like sometimes I wonder, it's not hard. <laughs> it's not hard at all. I don't know like what the definition of work too much, you know. And maybe I'm crazy because I, I also from my work experience, apart from double A, I work for Samsung, Korean company, and I work really hard. My first job, I really enjoy working. So I work like even like sun. I have passion. I work Sunday or Saturday. I also market survey. I'm just crazy, you know, like workaholic. Yeah, workaholic <laughs> type. And yeah, I, I work like until very late, and then the MD for the back to that time. Uh, I think uh, he kind of like um, see me like um, a bit funny as a Thai, you know. So even this day, he still we still keep in touch. Yeah, nice. and then he guiding me about Korean market as well. Yeah, when I had. Uh, try to um, pitching my work or selling my product for the Korean uh, market which is like one of the big skincare very difficult he's the one who guide me that this is the timing okay so fly here things like that fantastic it sounds yeah. like you're, you're very good at developing relationships and building relationships with people um, mm. to, to then be able to use their advice or to then sell on to them or to then create contacts within um, a network of people it sounds like you're really good at that yeah I Actually, I'm not really like that good at connection much, but um, I basically I think like I'm pretty good on because I, I feel that I'm no nothing at all. I don't I don't feel that I'm really um that I'm good, you know, I'm great or I'm smart. And people say, oh, this is very difficult. How you do it? You're very smart. I would say like I am just like hardworking type. And you take the initiative to figure out how, right? So you might not know something to start yeah. with, but you try. A certain way and if that doesn't work then you try something else. Yeah, I just like kind of like yeah, I'm quite like a pain um tolerance. <laughs> so when you fail, I never give up. Yeah. So I work um I try it, fail, okay, uh, stop. Let's try something. But my eyes to keep an eyes on. Even like for Korean market, actually I would say like Korean and Africa is the first two market I aim for. Africa. Yeah Africa. Because um when I work for the double A company, for double A I'm export managers. Okay. I would say that because I know my intention, my goal, my dream, right? I want to do exporting, I want to do Thai brand. So when after my master degree, um that that's a period of time that I free for before I start working for Samsung, I do market visit and survey. 
and I go to Europe because Europe is one of the very good um, market for the skincare, right? Um, I mean, I have a lot of friends from the U.S. I, I experienced the U.S. Um, product, you know, like Bath and Body Work and what uh, Victoria's Secret and um, Body Shop, things like that. I already experienced those. And for the European, it's more like a handmade, not well-known brand in the up countries like, like France, yeah, yes. Scott and uh, Scotland, France, England, um, Spain, things like that. And then when I'm in Asia, I also like work on with a lot of friends, send product from like China, from Japan, from, and I work for AA, I work for export manager. That's why I apply for this job because I want to now learn the system, how the AA brand, a paper product, commodity product, can sell so expensive. So what do they sell? I'm not I'm not familiar with double A. Uh, double A is actually oh, the, the paper. paper. Of course. Yeah, Sorry, it's, I just yeah, it's very simple. A yes, paper yes. brand, but they can sell very expensive and then they can do the brand, the Thai brand. They're really being accepted worldwide as one of uh, a premium paper product. Uh, they're very successful in Asian countries. So I feel that this is a role model that um I would to you know I want to follow, right? So um that's why like I have like um, experience about uh, and connection because like mm -hmm. I, as an export manager, I taking care of new market. Uh, that time they assigned me for the Africa region. Okay. And I also do their key key market, uh, which is Korean. That they're very uh, successful already. So I do Korean for like three months for learning, but they're very successful. And then they see me that I should try something challenging like new product. Uh huh. So I taking care of the Africa. And when I study the market and I work on that time to my own product, uh, I feel that Africa actually is uh, coming up. It is a new rising star after, mm -hmm. definitely after uh, China. The continent is really big. People not credit card using, they mm -hmm. use cash. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that, oh, this is a really good opportunity. It's quite difficult, that's why a lot of people, it's very, un, uh, Thai people not really understand Africa much. So I think like this is another good opportunity. So I'm aiming for Africa and okay Korea because I have a connection, I have friends, I'm familiar with Korea a lot and in Asia too. So I'm thinking, okay, this too, but in the end it's super hard. <laughs> that it's taking time. Even I fail. I might work for other market, you know, but I still feel that okay, this is Korea, Africa, Korea, Africa. Whatever opportunity comes, I try again, I try again. And this year in the end I actually make it yeah, for so counting how many years, right? So I, yeah, a lot. So anyway, some of the market I still aiming, but I cannot achieve yet because of the many difficulties. Like basically the the barrier for every country they want to block to save their don't um their country's the economy. Works, yeah, yeah, right. So it's quite hard with the tax and everything, calculating costs, blah blah. blah. So price always be an issue, uh, things like that. But I never um, stop. So I would say that um, I just keep on try and fail and try, but never let go of your goal. That initial goal. Yeah, and you you will also like find way mm -hmm. all the time to see okay this and that changing changing changing. And I'm the type of person when since I were young, right? Even my dad complained is that. Uh, I, I really hate this is something bad but also something good I don't I don't follow people I don't listen to people I, I told you right I listen
but meaning that I only listen something that I think I can pick it up, but I'm not follow them. So I'm very stubborn. Uh, meaning that I rather choose to make my own mistake than take the other advice and make mistake. It's gonna like uh, hurt me double time. Like uh, I should listen to myself, you know. But if I listen to myself, I fail. I would just say, okay, understand. <laughs> you need it. to make your own mistakes and make your own journey to getting where you are. Yeah, and a lot of people have a father, father and co-father. Sometimes I really think like uh, I should have a partner, but because of uh, that, my dad originally he said no partner because like uh, at the beginning it might be very good at the beginning. Um, but when you actually are working out successful, sometimes um, the money becomes an issue. Yes. And remember that because this is your dream, your. So, uh, are you sure that you want to um, share if someone wants to share a bit about your dream? No. He asked me that time, right? So, I told him that's why. And sometimes I just wonder too, like, oh my God, if I have a partner, I might be like, when I'm getting tired, exhausted. I can, yeah, I can sit down a bit, you know, I don't have to keep fighting, but I cannot complain because um, that's what I choose and my dad warned me already that if you want to be a businesswoman, you're on a clip all the time. If, you, if you're getting weak uh, with your feet, you fall down to down there and you win everything, are you sure that you want to take this step, you know, and alone, you don't have anyone to hold on. And I choose that. So uh, whatever it, it adds, um, I need a lot of like willpower and positive thinking to to making sure. Yeah. But when I have a kid, uh, family meaning like my dad and my mom. But when I have a daughter, um, I I also question myself that okay, become between work and Ospa, my dream mm-hmm. and daughter. I choose my daughter over Ospa. Because I I just realized later on when you're having time that okay, OSPA is your dream. You want to do your own business, but in the end, the reason why you want to do business, why you don't want to work for the company, because maybe you want I want to have my own time. Meaning my own time is my kids, and then now I having her. So and if she I fail her, I mean OSPA is not a person, right? But it's actually my baby, but real person, <laughs> important and. Like very important, like one, two, or three years when she's more young. So I, I stopped everything for two years, just starting mm-hmm. up again when she um, become one or something. But I see a lot of uh, changing in me because like being mother when you was your business like um, about to kick off, which is again my my dad also warning me don't have a children yet. But because of my 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 age, mm-hmm. so I feel like okay I can. So I do a lot of things that my dad just say no, no. <laughs> hence why he says you're stubborn and you don't listen. Yeah, and then I took everything that he wanted and learned my own exam. Um, learn, yeah. But it beca- made me um, become stronger and stronger, and yeah, and I see things, and I, I, I would say that I'm become more mature. And when I meet a lot of people, like 40, um, 50 business owner. When I talk to them, they feel like um, I my face might look uh, a bit uh, not that it you know of thirty five something. But when they talk to me, they say okay, they can feel that I've been through 
a lot. And you have the experience and you have the background. Yeah, right. And I make um, many mistakes. So when um, I have like young, um, how can I say, junior from school, they want to start a business. Uh, or many of my friends, they want to start up their own business. Um, they always come to me for consulting or exporting. And I love it. I didn't feel like um, competition or anything. But because of, I feel that it's kind of like giving something good, you know, from what I learned. Because honestly, I don't want them to be being through what I've been through, my mistake. And my dad said, like, those people is very smart because they, they come and talk to you. See yourself. You never listen. You just like make your own. It was at this moment that I stopped oil and asked her about her successes and her strengths. What did she feel like kept her going through these early stages of running OSPA and what has now made her so successful? I, I never give up. Yeah, I always sought like a solution, things like that. I want to ask you about, because we talked a lot about uh, the, the start of OSPA and the beginning and your, your struggles and your learning challenges and, and overcoming kind of all of this stuff right at the start of your company five years ago. Can we talk about now? So what is OSPA now? Where do you export to? What countries are you in? Tell us tell us about right okay. now. Okay. Um, for the OSPA right now, um, I would say that uh, it changed from the beginning. Um, but the spirit, the soul still seems. I would say OSPA is like me. Five years ago, very naive, right? <laughs> Not I, <laughs> very naive. I'm very young, I'm bright. Um, but OSPA uh, today is more complex, complicated products and more mature. And we try to shaping and changing, making more friends. Meaning that back to five years ago, we not really communicate. Uh, she's a very young, shy. She's just like, okay, maybe she's good, but she's not making so much friends. She's trying to making friends. <laughs> but now, like, uh, we're trying to make more friends and we try to be more open up. Um, I try to expand uh, as much as markets in the beginning, which is like maybe I used to be like uh, set up too many criteria. This time more flexible, meaning that I really to want to engage to a lot of uh, different markets. Yeah. So we're exporting, as I mentioned to you, we're exporting to Kovri, um in Asia. We're exporting, uh, we open up for the Middle East. Um, and we open up for the Africa, so um, and also East Asia as well. So uh, what we're not yet um, touching is uh, American market and, and European. European. Okay. Yes, but European, um, there's some people approaching right now, but uh, I cannot say that we open up. Open up means that we have someone actually uh, work on the FDA already okay. or make the payment done and the shipments on the way, mm -hmm. things like that. I wanted to ask you to, to finish, to recommend us through a guest who we should talk to next, because as you know, this podcast is a way of connecting women, mm -hmm. of shining a spotlight on the work that women are doing. And you were talking to me a little bit earlier about someone that you had in mind. Um, person that I have in mind would be um, Kun A. Um, she is uh, so she actually the, the Clio um, editor for over a decade already. Um, she's a very nice person and she's a lady behind many women, uh, entrepreneurs or professional career. Uh, 
she's um I think she's a really um inspiring person. Uh, she coaching people and she also guiding people not only for career but also the life that she's been through. And because she see and interview so many people, so uh, she can share and very um useful information for for the people to listen to what she's been through, especially her life. Mm -hmm. Why she's very positive woman. You told me earlier that she she has this. Well, Cleo used to have this section called exclusive interviews, and that you were one of the interviewees. Yeah, she did like um before she um resigned, right? She did the last um exclusive um interview um about Uspa as well, because like uh, she wanted to also like um. Let everyone know about my journey. It's very actually very long interview. I would say comparing <laughs> to others because I've been through a lot. So yeah, fantastic. When was that? When did that come out? Um, it actually came out on October issue. Oh, on, just yeah, to see on it. Facebook. Yes, on oh, Facebook Cleo Thailand. You can also check it. Go have a look. Yeah, exclusive on interview for the Cleo magazine. All right, yes. perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Okay. Thank you too. Thank you for listening to Akin Asia's latest podcast episode. For more, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and hit subscribe.